Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve. No, I mean, I'm Andy. <laughs> what? <laughs> and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Andy. Hey, now. And Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> uh, this is episode 343, Be Inspirational. Yes, um, and your opening to the podcast was very uninspirational. Yeah, did you like that? I was trying to spice it up, but I think it just sounded stupid. <laughs> yeah, I thought we got rid of Steve, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm Steve. I'm like, oh shit, he's here? What the hell, Andy? Like, oh no, that's the Andy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I was, to, yes. I was about to say, why does Steve sound like Andy? I'm so confused right now. Mm-hmm. Steve's not here. He's working at a remote location somewhere in New York State. I don't know. I don't want to know. Whatever. Better him than me. Yeah. Yeah, you just got out of the Northeast. Now he went back. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's, so let's check in on everyone's week. How about you, Ian? What you been up to? Um, other than working like crazy and then juggling around the kids' schedules and stuff, um, I was on Discord on Friday, and yeah, it was it was great because I didn't have to work the entire weekend, so I literally got to chill at home. Wow, um, cool! So, ended up staying up late with the guys. It was uh, it was uh, me, Darren Weens, Gucci, and oh, I forgot who else was there. But it was there was a few of the guys that showed up, and we just bullshitted for like the longest time, and. Saturday, um, I decided to go ahead and put up the the shelves in my little hobby space slash my room, which that was damn near the entire weekend, like overtaking, you know, because I, I still had to go through stuff as I was after I had already gotten the shelves up, I still had to kind of go through things and just start organizing. So it took up quite a bit of my weekend. And believe it or not, it's a night and day difference on what my bench looked like then and then what it looks like now. But do you put up shelves like I do? You turn all lights in the house on and then start putting the holes in the wall. And then if a light goes out, you know, you hit something. You do that kind of thing. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. That's a good idea, Kevin. Yeah. I know. I wish I would have thought of that one. That would have been more entertaining. Uh, <laughs> if the lights go out, you know you hit a wire. If water starts squirting out of the wall, you know you hit a pipe. It's simple. Yeah, oh, so yeah. You, simple you know enough. who to call, the electrician or the plumber. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Um, I used that, uh, that stud finder that I got, which I found that that even has its false positives because there was a couple uh there was a couple parts where I went to uh, put a screw in the wall, you know, had the bracket right where I needed to have it. And yeah, I run a screw into the wall and realize it's biting nothing but sheetrock. And it's like, well, shit. And then you had to go back to the drawing board on that one. So it took a little bit. Um, well, I don't want to get into home depot or home maintenance podcast, but uh, usually you find a stud dude and then, you know, you go 16 inches off of that and there's another one. They're usually yeah. 16 inches on center. Yeah. And I don't care how good the spackle guy is, unless they're doing that 
spatter shit, you can usually take a light and find the 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 screw or the nail hole. Yeah, you know, you can also just tap on it and usually get pretty close. One thing with yep. the stud finder is you got to start like when you push it against the wall and push the button. You got to start in different places because if you put it against the wall and push the button, it'll th- and it's on a stud and it'll throws it all off and it doesn't work. Yeah. So you got to yeah. do it multiple times, come at it from left and the right, and then eventually you'll figure it, find one. At least that's my yep. experience. Yep. Yeah, and that's what I had to go through with uh, on Saturday. I mean, it did great when it came to uh, the living room and putting the, sh- the shelves up there. Uh, in here, it had a tough time. Uh, it was multiple times that I, you know, had to just kind of go back to the drawing board, just kind of retest and make sure it was in the spot that it first said it was. Or you can do like I do and just drive a nail in the wall. And if you don't hit anything, move over half an inch and then drive it again. And then move over half an inch, drive it again. Eventually you'll find a stud. <laughs> yeah, I actually did see that one online too. Your wall might but look it, like a perforated stamp, but you'll find that's a stud. Andy's, that's Andy's way of hanging a big picture. Yeah. Uh, so it'll just cover all that shit <laughs> oh my god no i and, didn't see that technique on <laughs> online but it's mainly for like baseboards and stuff and and the other way you can find like if you've got a the nine times out of ten your electrical outlets are mounted to studs too so if you That's really true. have a hard time finding anything you can take the faceplate off the electrical outlet and then put like a small screwdriver right or left on on the top of the outlet you know not popping through the sheetrock where you're past the faceplate if you put it back on. But you can find a stud that way easily, too. Doing and that. if it's new enough, uh, there are tabs on one side where it bites into the stud. Just be careful, yeah, be careful, Kevin. You basically told Ian to take the faceplate off and stick a screwdriver in an electrical outlet. In the outlet, so. yeah. <laughs> He's gonna yeah come. If I'm on next We're going to see him next week. His hair is going to be all frizzed out. Be like, what happened to you? Oh, nothing. Make sure you're standing in the tub when you're doing that too. <laughs> now, do I need to be holding the blow dryer too? No. Or best no. thing I I found is to find something grounded and hold on to that with your other hand, or you know, or hold the toaster with your other hand. Okay. Right, right, grab the ground the wire tub. with one hand, then <laughs> hold the, the screwdriver. Shocks you. Hold you the screwdriver the by the metal part, and then start probing around until <laughs> you find something. Right. <laughs> Hold while while holding the OG bath bomb. Gotcha. Uh, yep. Obviously, don't listen to anything we just said. No. It's a bad idea. The first thing you should do when you work on electrical is take take the other hand that you don't have a tool in and put it in your pocket. That's, <laughs> that's like the surefire way not to get electrocuted. Yeah, that's true. Unless you're doing anything above 120 and then screw that. Don't do it. I don't, I don't I don't like anything above one. I don't like anything that can really, really kill you. Oh, you'd love this 483 phase I got at the farm. Nope. No. That's real fun. I love it because you can run much smaller wires. (laughs) All right. Let's get back to um, somewhat of an RC podcast for the time being. Steve's not oh, here. We're just going to Steve's run not here. We're going to talk about everything but RC. You wait and see. All right, cool. And he's <laughs> he'll never listen to it, so he won't know. That's right. That's right. He yeah. won't. But yeah, hmm. um, no. As far as the rest of the weekend, I pretty much spent it just cleaning up 
around house and then getting the RC area all fixed up to my liking. It's going to actually take a few weeks to go through stuff and, you know, get rid of stuff I don't need or find new homes for, you know, where I previously had other stuff. So just kind of been doing dealing with that. And then uh, fast forward to today. Um, I had tacos with the kids and uh, yeah, that's, I've been trying to spend a little bit more time with them. Um, well, obviously, I haven't been flying here lately, obviously, due to my fleet still down. So I'll take the no card fly for uh, well, the no fly card for this week. Um, so no technically, fly. I mean, I did wrench, but it wasn't on a heli. So. All right. No problem. Yeah. What about you, Kevin? So- Oh, dude, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I was in New Jersey for two weeks tending to the wife and her knee surgery that she had. I think I did mention it, but I don't know if I mentioned the fact that going to New Jersey sucked because I had no tools, barely any. My computer sucks. I couldn't game on it. It was like I was in freaking limbo, like just circling around the house. And uh, yeah, I didn't like it that much, but flew back last Tuesday. But while I was in jersey i met up with the planker on on thursday of the last week that i was there which was really cool and uh yeah dude i flew his raw 700 a few more times and i don't know if it's the way he has his radio set up he's got the touch and the lightness i think i talked about that already dude that thing flew so good tails really quick and i really enjoyed flying it man nice um and then he said, he, he originally told me, well, we'll just fly planes this time. And I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, I don't care. I'll just come out and hang out and we'll have some fun. Yeah. And so he, he wanted me to fly one of his gassers, but he didn't he didn't bring the tail section or something, the tail ailerons or elevator, sorry, yeah, um, for right. that. He forgot it because it was like two bags instead of one, you know, mm-hmm. two wing wing bags. With with wings in one and elevators in the other, and, and I was like, no problem, dude. I, you know, I, I just appreciate him coming out and you know us getting together, you know. Yeah. And and uh, but he did let me fly the Prometheus biplane that Horizon Hobby had put out. Oh um, yeah, from several years ago, the black one. Yeah, yeah, black one. Cool. And they don't make it anymore, which is Mm-mm. an unbelievable shame, dude. Because I had never flown that thing. I almost bought one. It's nice, right? Yeah, I almost bought one because. He had one, and another guy, Jim, a club member, had one, and mm-hmm. they were doing uh, circuit flying like with it and doing the same maneuvers and stuff and trying to do like some pattern stuff like together, like formation flying. Right. And I was going to join in, like be the third guy and like, you know, try and get in the air with them. And, and but I never, I never picked one up. And, and I'm, it's kind of a shame that I didn't because, dude, that plane is, was a really nice flying plane. Yeah. It's similar to the to the the biplane that I have, the Flex Innovation one, mm-hmm. the Mamba. But man, for some reason that that plane just flew through the air really nice. G's really nice, you know. Like you can pull that thing straight up, right? Not in it didn't need a lot of power. Like I was barely flying around in in half throttle like the whole time and just doing some crazy shit. But I didn't want to crash it and got a couple flights in on that and you know didn't, didn't crash it or didn't land hard or anything like that then he let me fly his um 74 inch i think it's ex- extreme flight or one of those yeah you know one of those really nice 
mm-hmm. uh, balsa planes. Which model? Nice. Uh, like edge, it was a 3D. Extra. It was either one of those. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it was an extra edge. It was an extra edge. Yep. Okay. Extra edge laser. Yeah. Extra edge crack laser. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, those are not uh, those. But dude, that thing flew. That thing weighed about the same as Prometheus and was like seventy-four inch you yeah, know, wingspan right. instead of like forty-eight inch wingspan. And that thing, man, I was kind of nervous flying that. I was nervous flying the planes more than I was the helicopter. Yeah. Just I didn't want to wreck them on it. Right. Such nice, nice planes. Right. But he let me get a couple of flights in on both of those, and which was really cool, man. Really had a good time while I was there, and I got to apologize to Rob for not letting him know, you know, because I landed on a Saturday early in the morning and then I got to hold the mic like later that Saturday and, and was just like, Hey, um, you know, my wife's surgery is Monday. You want to try and get together tomorrow at the field? And he was like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. I didn't even think about, Oh man, you should have been here last week. He was cussing I know. you. I know. Oh my God. I had to edit most of that out. Cause it was just, I know. it was so I bad. Know, I know. And I was yelling at the radio. I was like, <laughs> Rob will, <laughs> do, do I have to notify Rob and Bill Ann and like uh, Germany everyone. and for like Mexico? Uh-huh. Who do I have to notify? Everyone. There? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I, I felt nah. bad. He he made me feel bad. He got his point across. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I did let him know that I was going to fly on Thursday. And he was like, well, I work. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, sucks to be you right now. <laughs> Working. Yeah. <laughs> so and I got back to Florida. Um on Tuesday night last week when, when you guys were recording and mm-hmm. the wife's doing good. She's been trying to walk around without any, any help. And she's just, eh, it's just slow to get back to it. Um, right, and I've been cool. waiting on her hand and foot and I'm telling her like, do not get used to this shit. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's going to take her seven years to heal from this surgery. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How no, you doing, honey? Oh, it still hurts. I can't really do much. Yeah, well, goodbye, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I got near this weekend, too. I flew um, at our local field. I got together with Steve Shaw, who probably doesn't want me to say this, but still doesn't have anything to fly yet. He's still wrenching on things. You're kidding. The retire- retired life the is hell, just man? really busy for him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Black Thunder's down, and he's getting parts together for that, I think. I don't know what is going on. I don't know what goes on. He retired there. and he's more busy now than he was before. That's exactly he's getting what less is. stuff done. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, what I went, figured. You know, he's he's doing his thing. He's living his life. Good for him. Yeah. It was good to see him though. I was I was glad he came out to the field and That's cool. Um we had another guy come out to our field who hadn't been out there in a while and he's an older airplane pilot, really good airplane pilot, and was flying some three D shit. I uh, did a lot of competitions back in the day, like back when they was used to have them in Vegas and uh, and different. Um, I guess they're the 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 Mac is it uh, A Mac or what was it? Oh, Freaking iMac, iMac. The yeah. where the the competition with the giant scale stuff. They do pattern and whatever. Yeah, I think he might have been like pre that back in the day, and okay. he was just telling some stories. And he was a nice guy, and uh, I told him about Mike D and how I was a little nervous about, you know, flying Mike's big planes. And he was like, ah, you don't have to be nervous. You know, the guy hands you the transmitter. He's it's his responsibility to, to take it back just as quick or something. And I right. was like, 
I was like, yeah, you know, I know how to f- what I'm doing. So I went out and got an oxy flight in and he was like, damn dude. And I, I don't consider myself good. I mean, I'm good. I'm okay for what I can do, I guess, you know, and yeah, you, you know, it's the same story. I go to, I think I'm doing really well. You go to a fun fly and you're like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like I suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but he was like, man, I, he goes, I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass. He was like, that was a really good flight. And I was like, yeah, the first flights are usually the good ones, and then after that, I'm, I go downhill. To, I had a, I had a good I had, I had a couple ripping flights with um, the Oxy Five and the Six Ninety Man, and the Oxy Five dude. Just I've been pulling that thing in lower and lower, just doing more stuff that I usually do up high, just lower and trying different things. I don't know if I was trying too many different things, but just like really pulling things together, like mm-hmm. doing rainbows and like where I'm. I'm like, you know, uh, skids left and then I'm disc in and then skids right as I'm going back, back out the other way, you know, and I'm popping it like three different ways or I don't know, doing the, doing the four point TikToks and whatnot. And just, just, just one thing after another. And, uh, I had one really good flight with 690 and he complimented me again on that flight. And I was like, yeah, dude, that was probably one of the best flights I've had on that, that heli. Like I brought it in low. I was doing TikToks like five feet off the, you know, off the, off the grass and just doing a lot of stuff lower yeah. and enjoying myself, you know, and, uh, landed and put another pack in second, second pack on the maniacs batteries. And I was doing some really hard collective stops, um, you know, in the TikToks and just coming in like almost overspeed and inverted and stuff. And I did one of those like later in the flight, probably three minutes into the flight and I heard something pop and that tail just started going, man. And I pushed it back out and I tried to get it over and I hit throttle hold and it was just spinning by then. And I, I crashed it. Uh, you know, I broke some blades and, uh, mm. I kind of landed on the, on the right side nose of the helicopter and I busted the, the landing gear and the, the boom wasn't really that broken. There was no damage to the tail. The boom I had I had hit very lightly with the with the blades, so the boom wasn't messed up at all. But my freaking tail blade was missing, and the grip had let go. I think of the of the entire tail blade because everything oh, was gone. Like that plastic piece was like just wide open, and everything was just gone. And I didn't hit the tail because it's on the other side of the helicopter from where I crashed. Mm, yeah, is it? Uh, no, but it was up in the air. I mean, it's just. It was nowhere to be found. So I got a couple of links I got to replace. And that kind of prompted me to talk to a few people about maybe picking up a different helicopter oh, for yeah? a little bit. Yeah. Nice. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't, you know, the 690 has been really good and I enjoy it. But after flying Mike D's like raw 700 and the XL power that he had, I was like, man, there's. There's something to be said for a newer model, you know? Right. And uh, so that's kind of in the works. And uh, I have my little extra, well, my little, my extra 300, the Horizon Hobby one, or the Extreme, um, not Extreme Flight, the, um, yeah, the, the hell makes that. E, um, e Flight, is it? What, yeah, but what's their, um, it's E Flight, but I can't remember that they have like divisions. I don't remember if it was. It's not Hobby Zone, I don't think. 
it's one of the well, yeah, they had companies that. that's under E for under Horizon. The extra three hundred, yeah. yeah, yeah, the large yellow one that I picked up cheap. Mm-hmm. Got a couple flights in on that, and that was nice. that was fun, man. Got a couple of dude like greased in landings on that thing, like nice. It was it was it was squirrely at like up at some altitude, like a hundred feet up. There was it was getting. You know, it was blowing around, but right. at like ground level, it was nice. So it was, it was pretty easy to just put some good landings in on that. Yeah. So I got had a great weekend, man. Still freaking hot as balls down here. Oh, Still yeah. like ninety five degrees. Mm, um, that's too hot. Get, getting ninety five like early, like mm-hmm. nine o'clock in the morning. And I uh, decided to clean up my bench in the garage, and I'm sick and tired of shit rolling off it. So I bought some of that. I bought a strip of that. I don't know what you call it, like the the grip tape that you would put on stairs. I brought a roll of that, and I'm putting it right on the edge of the bench because <laughs> everything I put on the bench seems to find its way off the bench. Will that and keep if, it from rolling off, or will it just roll right over that? No, it should stop. Okay. It's all, always the little things. Okay. Like, so I'm gonna try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know the bench is level. Like it was, I leveled it. I've seen benches with like a little ledge, like right. a tiny like quarter inch ledge or something that seemed like that would is a good idea but then i wonder about working on something and putting your arms there if it'd be annoying but yeah when stuff rolls off it sucks yeah yeah i've got a bunch of that uh matting that you would buy at the store for yeah that helps shelves Mm -hmm. yeah that helps except for if it's a, a cylinder shaped item that says 10 millimeter that always seems to roll off the table (laughs) Uh i actually had to dig through the trash um saturday because i was moving stuff around and that bitch went right off the table and in the trash can it's like (laughs) nice yeah i've bought a lot of 10 mil sockets a lot of phillips head screwdrivers Mm -hmm. and a lot of um a lot of side cutters for some reason i always lose those (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so that's basically it. Been my two weeks, man. And had some really good times out at the field flying and uh, just enjoying the hobby, man. Yeah. Sounds like you had some fun up in Jersey, Mike D, yeah. and hanging out. Um, isn't it amazing how well those big balsa planes fly? Like, I love the foamies, but balsa kind of flies better. I mean, let's be yeah. honest. I don't know if you detected that. Not being your plane, you're probably more careful with it. But I did tell him that if this was my plane, I'd probably get in a lot of trouble with it because I'd probably do some crazy shit with it because it was just like I, w- I had it up a couple of mistakes high and I was doing mm-hmm. some stuff with it, you know. They just um, fly so good. They're, I don't know, they're lighter maybe or yeah, maybe they're heavier. Maybe. I don't know, something. They're just, they fly really well, most yeah. of them. A lot of, um, man, th- doing uh, hammerhead turns with both of those planes and it was mm-hmm. just like amazing a prometheus man what a what a great plane that was though dude yeah i never f- i've never flown one but i've seen a few fly and some of my airplane guys have had them it looked like a really great airplane but, yeah you know and that's it, you the, know that's the horizon model or the horizon business models find something that's really really good and then discontinue it after two years yeah never make it again Mm -mm. 
or make it in a version two in a different color and then discontinue. <laughs> yeah. Or bring it bring back, back for- 10 years from now and charge double the price. And then call it something completely different. Yeah, because I think that was like three forty nine or something. It was just like some. I wasn't just. I wasn't willing to spend that much money on, on a foamy back yeah, then. Yeah, right. That's why I wasn't getting it. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of expensive for what it was for the time. And I had so much like, not much. I guess I had so much invested in in learning how to fly a helicopter at that point too. I was like blown through the oxy three you know at that point and i had that that 180 it's the 180 they had the, i forget what it was the blade 180 yeah. cfx 180 mm-hmm. or whatever it was something like that yeah i had that and just flying that in the oxy three a lot nice so what have you been up to andy um so i spoke last week about building the 420 I finished that on Thursday and was able to get a quick maiden Thursday night, but it was very late. It was almost dark, so I couldn't really do a whole lot with it. I just flew it around a little bit, did some hovering, and that was kind of it. But I did get out on Friday and start putting some flights on it. I flew it Saturday, Sunday, yesterday. So I've put in... I've put several flights on it already. I'm messing around with some different battery packs and stuff. So I'm trying to kind of collect some data with those. And I'll speak more about this stuff in the review that I'm going to do here in a couple weeks. I think I remember being in some sort of challenge by Steve Shaw to get a a heli flying or something. I don't know if that's still going on. You say... He still doesn't have anything. So, I don't know. It was basically a week for me. I think I received it on Wednesday. I don't know if I started on Wednesday. Maybe, maybe not. But I received it on Wednesday, and then I was fluent the following Thursday and went to a fun fight in between there. So, oh, man. <laughs> Dude, it, I mean, it was a 420 and a pretty easy build, but nonetheless... The guy we were talking to at the field that was the old pilot and competing and stuff had a really nice, pretty large balsa plane, maybe 60-inch or something. I think it was a, a extreme, extreme Flight or one of those, whatever the balsa-plated plane manufacturers that makes the really nice, you know, high-quality planes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was version one, and he had said, I got version two the, on order, and that's coming in pretty soon, and they supposedly took like a pound out of that plane which we were like looking at version one we we're like i don't know how they're pulling a pound out of it but whatever and i even said to steve in front of that guy i was like so who do you think's gonna have uh what model in the air first do you think that guy's gonna have that version two in the air first and or are you gonna have a helicopter in the air yeah. and that guy the guy was like well i don't even have it yet and i was like you'll have it first, <laughs> for sure yeah <laughs> Oh, poor Steve. poor Steve. We pick on him a lot. What the hell, Andy? I know. Yep. Um, so I was I had my jetty plugged up to the radio. I mean to the radio, plugged up to the computer, downloading some logs. Like I said, I'm collecting some data on these battery packs. And the way the jetty works is it's just it treats it 
as, or the computer treats it as a removable drive, right? Like a, a USB or something. So you've got folders, right. files, all this. I'm looking at the, the audio file thinking, hmm, I should put some cool things in there for switches to do. You know, download something or do something. And I thought, oh, I've got the perfect sound clip to put on the rescue button. So I don't know if you can hear this or not, but. I'm an idiot. <laughs> do you hear that? Yeah. I'm an idiot. So now every time I hit the rescue button, I get my buddy telling me. I'm an idiot. <laughs> so that worked out pretty well. You didn't record yourself like uh, saying throttle off. Throttle off. I, I In considered the that. register possible. I actually considered getting Steve <laughs> saying throttle off and putting it in my radio. <laughs> now, wouldn't Steve Shaw saying, uh, damn it, Andy, or something like that sound better for throttle hold? Or yeah, for but it wouldn't make me rescue? laugh as much. No. Rescue, oh, definitely. fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> no. I like rescue the way he's got it. Yeah, it's perfect, right? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> um so Kevin, you're looking for a heli. I actually sold a heli this week. You believe that? Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, I sold my XL Power V two. So I oh, got a son of a bitch. Yeah. I'm gonna be shipping that thing, I think, to Florida whenever I can get really? it tore apart. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I found a sucker, sold it to him. Is he on the podcast? Yeah. But not this one, the different one. No, oh, I'm okay. just kidding. <laughs> no. I know I'm um, gonna be like, what the hell? <laughs> oh yeah, and the, the money you give me, that's non refundable, by the way. Okay. Well, good thing I only give you <laughs> part like of ten dollars. <laughs> No, I'm going to, um, I know you said you'd pick this thing up at Winter Bash, but I I can't stand to think that you'd have to wait till then to put this thing in the air. So I'm going to try to pull my electronics out of it and send it your way. Maybe, okay. Maybe this week. Maybe first right. or next week. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think no it's going to be that expensive to ship it, so I'd rather you get it quick. Er. I mean, I'll pay for the shipping no, or split it or whatever you want to do. Well, we, whatever. We'll see. But I've got to pull my motor and my servos out and then try to fit it back in its original box because that'll be the sh cheapest way to ship it instead of putting it in a great big giant box. Um, I don't want to be like Steve Shaw and get charged 150 bucks to ship it. Oh, you're not just going to go to UPS and hand them a fully built heli thing and say, in a box and, yeah. and ship it? <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to do that. So no, there will be some assembly required when you get it, but not much. Okay. I got to make sure I got all, make sure I probably will put the tail on and kind of mock everything up to make sure all the pieces are with it. Cause it has <laughs> been sitting here on my desk for six months now. Okay. Jeez. But. It's brand new. Never been flown. Cool. I think you'll like it. It's a pretty great heli. I think so. Yeah. I did like flying the Mike D. He had two different, you know, he had two XL powers. Yeah. 
uh, and I liked it. I liked them. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm going to go ahead and get a Nick Maxwell version, I believe, to replace this That'd one. That'd be sweet, man. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, looking forward to getting that. I've got a... I don't know. I need to get some... Maybe I'll wait, build some of this other stuff, and then order one, like, for the, a winter build or something. Get some of this other crap out of the way, because I still haven't... I've still got the raw gasser i got to build, and the... 580 nitro the raw 580 nitro that i really need to get going like soon very soon mm. soon very soon mm-hmm. i got the old flybard 450 i bought from chris Ryber. it's still in the box oh, the yeah. one that has comes with everything oh yeah 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 i would I like one gyro of and everything i gotta i gotta uh that'd that be together. cool yeah steve bought two of them i think didn't he yeah i think so I'm going to give you one. He said I couldn't have one. He said you couldn't? He said I couldn't. He'd rather crash it in combat than let me fly it. That's what he told me. I'm just kidding. He didn't say any of that. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting Uh, me all fired up, so I'm going to say something nasty about Steve. I kind of want to just keep talking about Steve because I know he'll never listen to this. See how far we can push it before someone tells him how big of a dick we're being to him. I don't know. Yeah. Probably a bad idea. No, it's a good idea. You don't have any <laughs> bad ideas. I don't know about that. <laughs> oh shit. I guess that's it for me. I mean I I've done a lot. I'm gonna save some of the the discussion about the four twenty for my review. But I I've got gotten out, flown, done a lot of pack dicking around hooked up telemetry integration with the YGE. That's all new stuff that I haven't never messed with. So I've been busy this last week. Nice. Busy in the hobby, which is cool. All right. Do you want to move on to the main topic? Sure. Be inspirational. Who has inspired you? I think we originally were talking about mentors but I think we yeah. might have already touched on that a little bit, so let's expand on it a little bit. Mentors or and or people who have inspired you in some way, shape, or form. Um, who has directly helped you? Either of you guys got any names of, of people that have directly helped you or mentored you in a way or helped you with a setup or a a flying skill or something. Yeah, I definitely have a few of those. Now, one of them's on the show. Usually, uh, Steve mm-hmm. has helped me out quite a bit. Is yeah. when we we're initially, you know, any long listeners to the show will know that when I initially got going with helicopters, man, it was really pretty rough for me. And just just in the setup, I guess some of it was mechanical. Right. I had the I had the tail on one of my flybard 450s going the opposite to like rotating in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was flying. Okay. But Steve told me, you know, that's not right. And <laughs> you know, just dumb shit like that. I mean, I've done almost everything you can possibly do. I wondered wrong. if, how did it make a big difference? Or was it I flying actually liked fine? It, it was flying fine. And I, actually I wondered if it. it would actually really matter Better. if you yeah. changed the direction. 
as long as everything else is changed as well, gyro correction and stuff, I wonder if it'd make that big of a difference. Yeah. And I was always on, you know, uh, normal mode. I was never in mm. idle up or anything. Okay. So that was a good tip. Somebody helped you there for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm, and we're talking about people that are like directly helping you yeah, like yeah, there yeah. in person type mm-hmm. of thing. So, yeah, I mean, later on in the hobby, um, when I was learning to auto, Rob McClellan definitely helped me a couple of weekends because yeah. he's like really good with autos and, you know, just basically taught me the, the orientation to be in, get a little forward momentum and just tilt back a little bit, mm-hmm. a little, little negative. Now I basically listen for that sound, you know, okay. there's, there's a certain pitch it, right. or a sound that it makes, you know, mm-hmm. when you're, when you're coming in, I kind of listen for that. And I've actually, um, I was doing autos one time down South Jersey with uh, Bill and Bill Ann was like, you're not supposed to auto like that. Like, and I, cause I was nose down and I was just trying to get more forward momentum. Tell him to I shut up, Bill. To, yeah. I, I flew a helicopter into his head. And, <laughs> that, and that, shut was him up. that shut him up. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, that, I listened for that sound, but yeah, Rob definitely helped me out. Yeah. Nice. Uh, in person. And, uh, I think that's, that's, there's probably been other people that I, I can't remember, you know, right off the top of my head, more of that have, tips that have, that or advice, like, but not, yeah, not the one-on-one time. Like you got from Steve and, and Rob McClellan. Right. What about you, Ian? Um, well, first and foremost, uh, I would have to say, hey, Dan, Ian, um, can you <coughs> move your mic a little closer or up yeah. your Skype settings or very low okay can you hear me now yeah it's a little better it may have changed when you updated your computer your mic settings i'm not sure uh it's okay just move the mic close and it'll be all right yeah i've actually got it like touching facial hair um can you shave your face and move it a little closer We don't have time from the oh shave his face. Could he? Could he put duct tape on it and rip it out? We got time for that. We don't have time for you to shave. No, that's all right. I just don't want it. I I want to get the the levels good. All right, how's that? I don't know. It's good. It's great. All right. Um, no, I, I'm gonna have to say first and foremost, uh, my dad for getting me into the hobby and then teaching me how to set up a fly bar. And definitely, um, I would say the biggest ones to help me out in the hobby in my area, I would have to say Dave Hoskins, um, daughter and Keith, because, you know, those guys here locally have like really showed me, you know, quite a bit in the hobby, some things I didn't know, set up help, you know, they've definitely really helped me out here at the field as well. And then. Not to mention learning new maneuvers. I mean, I, I'm willing to bet if I was still living out in Richmond when I first got into the hobby, I'd still be that guy under the rock, you know. But Dave, when I got, when I started buying up like, uh, you know, more models than just the 450, he talked me into coming out to the Fun Fly here in Kansas City and talk about kick the the door open on the hobby for me because I had. I'd never seen a goblin, let alone what the machines these days are capable of. So, 
Nice. Yeah, yeah and I got to I, I got to say Rob also helped me out a lot. He's known as McToon. When I got the Glogo and got that thing running, you know, he helped me out quite a bit uh, for a couple of days. Yeah. And it really didn't take a couple of days. It was just, you know, like uh, getting it. So showing me what to look for, basically set me up so I could go out and do it myself, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think I ever touched that motor. Like it just ran. And if I <laughs> if I put it up and, you know, it was smoking the whole time, whether, you know, doing a climb out, inverted, whatever. And it was then it was decent, you know. Yeah, I wasn't looking for crazy amounts of power or constantly tuning. I just want to fly the thing and have some fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where I started on uh, the NX4. It's like after, um, you know, Keith got it rolling and uh, had some help from uh, a couple of the guys from up in Council Bluffs. As far as getting it tuned and rolling, it's like I was afraid to touch the needles on it at first, other than uh, you know, just giving a, a click, either lean or rich here and there. Um, as far as you know, changing of the weather, but um, yeah, I, I can totally agree on that one. Mm-hmm. Nice. What about you, Andy? Well, it's gonna sound arrogant, probably, and I hope it. I don't mean it to be, but. I never really got a lot of direct help when I was starting out, uh, like in-person help. I was already a sport flyer by the time I really started hanging out with anyone that was into helis. But I did get a lot of help from Heli Freak. Um, never really spent much time on Run Rider, but I was on Heli Freak every day learning how to set up stuff, how to program this and that, and... So that might be more of indirect help. Once I got to go into fun flies, I would ask questions and get tidbits here and there of advice and stuff. Right. But never really had a mentor or someone that, that helped me one-on-one per se. Uh, more just bits, bits and pieces here and there, tidbits. Like ask a specific question, get an answer. Um, Dan Murnane and Tom Shin. I would ask them questions about nitro. They would, would give me advice. Um, Robert Monty would give me advice about different things as far as like flying or doing, um, F3C type stuff or whatever. Just, just things like that after I started going to fun flies, but the very beginning part up to like up and through sport flying was mostly just figured it out from reading articles online nice yeah awesome yeah um, and i would think your location probably had a lot to play with that yeah i never either. had a i never had a group that i i met and flew with like i would go out right. to the flying field and there was a couple guys that had some helis and stuff but like i said i was kind of already able to fly before i met met those guys and we were on the same level, probably. Well, some of those, some guys were really, really great pilots, but they didn't know all that much about setup and technical stuff. So while they could throw down, they, they weren't a lot of help. Um, okay. What about indirectly? Maybe watching people, like going to fun yeah. flies and watching other pilots. You can pick up things, and it's not that you're 
talking to them directly, but just being around and being exposed to different things, you can pick up a lot that way, or at least I do. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I've picked up quite a fit, a few mm-hmm. uh, things. Um, for one last thing, though, for who's directly, I, I don't know, it's kind of directly or indirectly. I, I was up in Rochester event um, one year, and I talked to Drew Robinson and, and mm-hmm. Derek Chekis for probably a good 45 minutes and just, just had a nice conversation with those two guys and, and uh, kind of steered me in the right direction of what to focus on. You know, as right. far as orientations right. and kind of explaining some of the things. Good advice. Yeah, just giving me good advice and explaining some of the things about flying that, you know, I, I might have been leaping. I been might have been stepping over to get to other maneuvers before I knew some right. of the basic type things, which yeah. helped me out quite a bit. Yeah, um, that's solid in, advice. Indirectly helping me, like you're saying, going to Funfly and watching people, man. Holy cow. I've I've... Although, like, a lot of stuff that Kyle Stacy does, I can definitely not do. Um, but there's there was one maneuver in particular where he came down inverted and just started doing a pirouette and went up and kind of came out of the pirouette and then did came down into an inverted loop, sort of. Um, that I saw him do, and I was like, well, I can do that, and I can do that. But I never thought of linking them together. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I started doing that. But I probably should have watched what he did after he came down out of the loop because that's when I always got into problems. Like I would come <laughs> out of the loop and start going back up. That I lo- I I yelled out help 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 that one time because uh-huh. I did it and, okay. it and it pushed way out on okay. me and I couldn't figure out what orientation. So now me. we we get some background to the help 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 story. You're trying to be Kyle yeah. Stacy. I was trying to be Kyle Stacy, but you you got distracted and didn't see the entire thing. You just got the first part. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> and that's usually what happens to me. Like, okay, I can do that, and I can do that, and let me run and do it, but not figure, not watch the rest of it. Not how to complete yeah. it. Not how to get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did that, and I did that. Damn, the hell is a mile away. Now what do I do? Now I got to figure out the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that one out. Yeah. <laughs> but I also saw. Um, Jason Bell do TikToks in Fredericksburg one time when I was working on TikToks for a while because I always thought TikToks were I don't know the, the maneuver seems weird and, and some guys can really do aileron TikToks where they're rocking back and forth and they're not really they're not really pivoting on the end of the blade disc they're kind of pivoting the whole helicopter yeah. in the center especially on an aileron like that so that just blew my mind at first like I was like I don't know what they're doing so I stuck with the tail down ones mm-hmm where you try to keep the tail rotor as like the, the pivot point and couldn't do that and was having problems probably because once I got to the inverted side, I was getting a little nervous and mm-hmm. wanted to make sure I Pushing flipped it, it back over far, really quick. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was working on rainbows and I remember just, it, it was, he was all the way down to the left side of, of the back side of Fredericksburg and he was doing, he was doing just, tail down TikToks, and I got a chance to watch the 45 degree angle that he was at each side mm-hmm. and I got to listen to his timing mm-hmm. you know the way it went mm-hmm. and that really helped me out like I was doing him probably the next week like better right and, and and like that this was aileron you said this was tail, tail down. down yeah 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 
Yeah. See, I think a a TikTok should pivot on, like, if you're doing tail down, I think it should pivot on the tail rotor. Like, if you watch yeah. a really good pilot like a Nick Maxwell or Kyle Stacy or any of these guys, they will do a TikTok and the tail rotor will not move, but then the heli looks like a a second hand going back and forth, which is what it should. And I I think the the aileron one should be the same way. It should pivot. The bottom of the disc shouldn't move and the top would, but I've seen it and I've done it the other way mistakenly. So I, I guess that's still a TikTok, but I don't think it looks as good personally. Like when yeah. it's pivoting a, 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 around the axis of the heli, like the tail boom. Yeah. It looks cool, but yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. But I don't know. I could be completely wrong. <laughs> It'd be the first time, but it could happen. Um, what about you, Ian? Yeah, Ian. I don't know. <clears throat> as far as indirect, I think it's just going to the field, um, um, seeing new models that are out, seeing models that I've never seen before that I thought you know looked and flew great, which pretty much from getting into like the first fun fly that I've ever been to, which was here in town, really got me into goblins i just liked you know how they sounded how they flew and you know, they can take a beating and um and of course um friend of mine dave hoskins was uh flying uh nothing but goblins at the time and he talked me into it and i ended up buying my uh my uh, first goblin which was the goblin 630 i flew that for years never had an issue with it um and then just went from there. Um, then from hanging out with Keith and other guys, it's just like, and then going to fun flies like cross country. It's like, I never thought I'd be doing that dumb shit. And sure enough, I have. And um, seeing other people fly, and it's like pushing me to, you know, fly new maneuvers, you know, some that I've never done before and actually get my ass out there and practice when I can. Mm-hmm. Where would we place online help? Is that indirectly? I feel like it kind of is. Cause I just thought of a good resource that helped me out was RCHN version two. Nick and Justin were a big yeah. help. Just not learning specific things somewhat but just overall getting a, a feeling of the, the hobby. Cause I remember when I was starting out and there's all these numbers, sort of 700 X and E 700, 700, this or that, or nineties and fifties. And you don't really yeah. know what is what you don't know who makes what, what brand is this or that. You don't even know the brands. But after listening to their podcast for a long time, you kind of start to pick up, okay, an E700 or 700X is a blade or like a Raptor E700 or just the different Goblin 700, or the different models and the the different brands and what brand has which models and what size blades they run and all that kind of stuff. If you remember, it was very confusing back in the day with the 450 and the 500 aligned stuff. Right. And right. the 450s ran the 325 whatsoever. blades. Yep. Yeah. The 500 ran a, 
a 425 blade, but then when you went to the 550, it was a 550 blade. It was yeah. all stupid and crazy. And then the older guys had the, the 90 size, 90s and 50s size. and 30s. Yep. Yeah. Raptor 30, Raptor 50. Yeah. It's so a 50 it, size equivalent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like all that crazy shit. Yeah. Listen to that every week. Went a long way to be able to figure out what was what. You know, Gowie, a line. SAB Goblin, yeah, Thunder totally Tiger back you, in the day, stuff like that yep. was a big help to me. Yeah, even though I didn't know what the hell half of it was, or probably more than half. No, but after you just, hear just talking about the different it. stuff enough, right. you start to pick up, like, oh, okay, that's that, and this is that. Yeah. Then you go to an event and you see them, and you're like, oh, this is what they were talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I've gone up to pilots and I've asked them, like this was a couple of years ago. This happened to me, and I totally get it with some of the younger guys. Uh, why their answer was like this? Like I asked them, um, like say I asked how you do a pyro flip, you know, and their answer would be like, um, I start pirouetting and I flip. I kind of can't describe it. I just do it, yeah. and I, I get that because mm-hmm. that would be that would be me if you know if you ask me how do I do something in a game that I just you know, it's like muscle memory. You never broke the steps down. Yeah, it's to hard to even explain. figure it out. It's hard to break some of the maneuvers. It's really hard to break down and explain in words exactly what you're doing. Right. Just kind of do it. Yeah. So I get that, um, and that still is kind of helpful because it helped me to dig in a little further and figure out, you know, what the steps were. Mm-hmm. But sometimes things look easy and they're not easy. Yes. You know. Sometimes they look hard and they're easy, but that rarely yeah. happens. It's usually harder than it looks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, agree. We kind of talked about watching people fly. What about, uh, we talked about online somewhat. I mentioned RCHN V3 and of course, Haley freak was a big resource back in the day and run rider. Uh, what about YouTube? Do you guys get into any YouTube videos? Uh, I did. Um, I actually started off with, uh, watching, uh, videos from, um, Freddie can fly that he had a, a good little series on, uh, you know, what to learn on the simulator. He, he was, uh, flying on Phoenix, I believe. And he broke it down into like a series of videos of you know, learning to fly. And then okay. he also, uh, touched on some segments on, you know, tuning and, and then I'd say about a year or two later, I discovered Smack Talk RC. Oh, which yeah, they yeah. Didn't really, Bert and Bobby. They didn't really put out a whole lot of YouTube videos. It was all each individual episode, I believe, mm-hmm. at the time. Was, you could buy them, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't until a few years ago they actually just you know, just did a dump onto YouTube. Right. All the episodes. No, that's an excellent resource. Agreed. What was the guy that uh, did all the videos for setting up like the 450s? Was that on Haley Freak or was that on YouTube? Um, I see his name come up a lot. Um, the hell was that guy? I don't even think he's in the hobby anymore. Uh, Bob, Bill, Bob, Finless Bob. Yeah. Was that a guy? I had a bunch and of this videos. Bob sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, 
think I ever saw any of those, but I remember seeing that pop up a lot. I think he did like set a 450, a line 450 setup videos or something. Yeah, I I didn't. I don't think I've ever actually seen any of his videos. Yeah. I, um. Of course, I did see a couple of videos of uh, pinning of the pinning the dog, and that shit was hilarious. And I, I remember my ex-wife peeking over my shoulder as I'm watching one of his videos. She's like, "Oh, this looks stupid." <laughs> really? You're stupid. <laughs> Your face is stupid. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He's so stupid. I divorced that, her. That's so. That's something I I never really got into. I I remember watching one YouTube video. I think it was Devin McClellan flying that Billet posted, and there was something he does this flippy shit that when he's going left to right down the field, and I I always wanted to. We talked about it one time, and I wanted to get him to show me how he how he does it or what he's actually doing, mm-hmm. and it's not. It doesn't look that hard. Just I, I I played the video back and I kind of broke it down where I was like stepping through it, you know, in slow mo, almost trying to figure out what's going on. And uh, man, I couldn't, I just still couldn't figure it out. Um, but uh, yeah, I haven't watched too many videos on like flying. Like I've seen the pirouetting, the pyroflip ones, and 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 some of them that like where they're they're in a sim session you know and they're showing you stick movements yeah yeah i think uh, nick maxwell had some yes. video series that was good and as ian said the smack talk stuff with bert and bobby was good for each individual thing um i picked up some tips on autos from one of those and okay. i think nick maxwell had some nitro tuning videos maybe and some flying i remember watching something about pyro flips he had a cam- like a camera showing his stick movements and then also showing yeah. Haley rainbows, TikToks, just all kinds of stuff. I'm sure you can still find that somewhere. Somewhere on the interwebs. I'm not sure where. Yeah, I think I did get a little inspiration from Nick Maxwell's video. Somebody was doing rainbows and mm-hmm. I, I that made it easier for me uh, once I watched those videos and just got the concept down. Probably need to go back and watch some of those because I remember watching a lot of this stuff years ago. It was just so far over my head. I didn't know what the hell. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Me five years ago and a video about pyro flips. I was like, like, well, I obviously will never be able to do that. So <laughs> probably right. should go back now that I understand more about it. And it might make more sense. What are you saying, yeah, Ian? I should- I was going to say, I should probably do the same thing because I do remember finding a Tim Jones video on Nitro and how he does his tuning. And Of course, at the time I watched the video, it was before I ever made the NX4. I was just trying to build up a, a little bit of what to expect when, once I got started on this thing. And then, so it's just, I, I think that's probably one of the things I do need to, you know, hit the drawing board and actually rewatch that video now that I know a little bit more. Right. And I guess videos in general, uh, have inspired me to like try and work on stuff that I see these guys, like a Nick, Nick Maxwell did, uh, something that he's done. I know I'll probably never, ever do it, but, uh, kind of inspires me to like maybe go into sim and try it, you know? 
or try and try and get better at my placement of stuff. Like I'm, I'm doing funnels pretty good. And I'm, I, I usually rotate one of them at least 90 degrees as I'm coming around. And, and I remember doing that with, with, uh, Dan from Heliheads, you know, last year, I think at the winter bash. And he was like, dude, just keep it going. Just keep it going. And I'm like, right. I get to the one orientation. I'm like, I haven't, I haven't gone through that on the sim yet, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I'll get there. I think one of these days. Yeah. If you keep at it, you will maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like some of this stuff's just unachievable for me. Like I, I, I want to be able to, to do this and that, but I don't know. <laughs> I might be, I may be past the age of being able to learn it or pa or maybe I'm not willing to put the work in to learn it. That's probably more. Cause yeah. I see guys our age or older that are learning and progressing and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, I'm it's just like lazy. anything else. What you put in, you, you get what you put out. Right. Or, you know, you know what I mean? You get out what you put in. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Anything else about inspiration? Uh, well, I was going to add for as far as Kevin learning any new tricks, it's like, you know, look at Brandon Cooper being just a couple years younger than I am. He'd already passed me as far as skill like a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I'm like 100, dude, compared to you guys. Well, look at, look at Bird. He's old man 3D and he still throws it down like he's dead. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but he learned a long time ago. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's hard to learn when you're in the port of John P in every five minutes. <laughs> the way to go, Andy. I was trying to help his self-esteem. Why would you do that? I don't know. I was trying to be Kevin, honest. you suck. Yeah, I know. So you got to keep him beat down a little bit. His head will get too big. <laughs> <laughs> you can't brag on him too much. He, yeah. He'd be insufferable. No, I'd be a real pain in the ass. <laughs> Barely deal with him as it is. Can you imagine if right. he got all big-headed? Imagine working in the same office with me for five days a week. <laughs> no, that Like nine sounds... hours a day. No. I want to joke and oh, say that'd God. be terrible, but in reality, I would think that'd be the funnest thing ever. Be I work We'd with... be laughing our ass off. I work with two guys, yeah, and the one guy is like that. We're constantly laughing back and forth, but we're, it's... It's the problem is we're making fun of the other guy <laughs> and he doesn't like it. Right. Yeah. He can't please everyone, but he's a young kid and he doesn't get half the jokes anyway. So that's what makes it even more funny. Yeah. I hear you, but, but I don't know to wrap things up, man. I just want like to say thank you to the people that have definitely helped me directly, you know, Planker and Rob McClellan and Steve. Absolutely. Um, the people at, and this is one one of the reasons why you know you got to go to a fun fly and, and and even though I haven't been to many this year because of life mm -hmm. and stuff, but you know you got to go to a fun fly because you know you you can help people by your flying, you know uh, whether you whether you know it or not, and you know mm -hmm. you might do something that 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 people can ask you about, or you might you probably definitely will see somebody do something that you know you can take inspiration from. Oh yeah, absolutely. No doubt. Absolutely. Drop us a line. Send us a Facebook message or an email. Let us know how you've been inspired. Yeah. Uh, 
send someone a note that inspired you and say, hey, man, when you showed me this, it really helped me out. That's why I like going to fun flies because I've gone up to Kyle Stacy and I've been like, hey, when you did that up inverted shit and came around, I've tried that and it's awesome, but I can't figure out how to get out of it. But uh, yeah. that's one of the, and, he, and he's like, and oh, he that's said, cool, man. Leave me alone. Go away. Yeah, he's like, no, that's cool. Um, I got to go to photo um, something. Bert, get me out of here. He goes over to Bert. He's like, you believe this old asshole over here? Yeah. Trying to talk to me? This old guy. No, no that's Kyle's not true. Kyle's, Kyle's a sweetheart. He really is. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and I think I even talked to Jason Bell, like, uh, the next time I saw him, uh, just to tell him. And I think people, you know, really respond to that well. Yeah. You know, obviously, when you tell them, hey, man, I got I got something out of watching you fly, you know? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Tell them, you, tell them how they helped you out. It'll, it'll make their day, for sure. Yeah. Yep. All right. Hey, you don't have to do a podcast to, to hear the, the accolades of that kind of stuff, you know? You can just be a regular pilot and, mm-hmm. you know, tell people. For sure. That and... Yeah. Very cool. All right. Do we have a Ian's tech tip? No, not today. What the hell, man? What the hell, man? What the freaking hell, Ian? All right. I suck. All right. Kevin. He's banned from the rest of the show. What what are we supposed to be calling this? Kevin's Rotten Tomatoes or... Kevin's Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know. Kevin's a Rotten Tomato? I don't know. It's funny how it's not has nothing to do with RC, but all the other podcasts talk about this section. Of course. They're jealous. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, but, I mean, they're, they want to say they're making fun, but really, they're clearly thinking a lot about it. So, mm. What have you been watching, Kevin? Well, uh, I watched... Uh, I had a couple of drinks this weekend, and it's the wife hobbled upstairs and that was it she was done i'm like all right cool i'm gonna make a couple drinks i'm gonna have 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 some popcorn and watch a movie and i decided to watch casino royale i've seen it a billion times but i can't get over how great that one scene is at the table it's a great movie altogether daniel craig's awesome bond and the film itself is really well done i really like the film and if you know the series of those films the, the those four films that he's in uh, the next film, Quantum of Solace, picks up right, like, right after that film ends. Like, he's got Mr. White in the trunk, and he's tearing ass away from, you know, the whole crew there, and they're there. Okay. Which, so that scene itself is amazing and really well done. But then there's a couple of like chase on foot chase scenes that follow that that are almost impossible to watch. And it really, it sucks that they went from such a great film. Shaky cam stuff where they're running, the camera's all shaking around, or what makes it hard to watch? It's not the born identity, like, okay. Because sometimes I find that annoying. Yeah, that could be annoying as shit. It's just that the editing is so fast. Oh, that's annoying. That real quick, quick edit, and it's just too much action, too fast. Yeah, it's an intentional thing to you know transmit the the way the scene is the going intensity but, of it but it's annoying i but agree it's with so, you it's so like random yeah your mind can't like and it really mm-hmm. pisses me off because like i said that first film is such a great film mm-hmm. and then they went to this one 
And I've actually sat and watched Quantum of Solace where I'm trying to keep up with the plot, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the plot is really, like, why did Bond go here? Like, why did he do that? What's this woman talking about? And it's only, like, you get one line and that's it. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it amazes me how, like, they can take a really good team or, I don't know, did they get lucky on that film? I don't know. But yeah. they take a really good team and they, yeah, like, we want to make another movie and let's, like, get somebody totally different or break up the team and mm-hmm. oh he wants more money you know let's let's get somebody else in there i, I don't know man i don't know what it is but yeah, uh I yeah so i i watched those two films and and the second one like i said really hard to follow um it's okay film i really like skyfall and i like the last one that they did i don't know is there another one in between I don't know. Five? I I haven't seen Quantum of Saw. I haven't. I've seen Casino Royale, but like ten or twelve, whenever it came out, and I don't remember right. anything about it other than he has a defibrillator in his glove box. I remember that, yeah. but yeah. I haven't seen anything after that, so I'm a little behind on them. But well, I do like Daniel that, Craig. The genius of that first film is it shows really why James Bond is a womanizer. It's supposed to be like, it's a reboot, you know, uh, in, in, in some way kind of shows why he's a womanizer kind of shows, you know, um, a great, it has a great scene at that poker table. You, you can watch everything unfold and you're like, I've actually gone, I've watched that scene a few times and it's just like, it's an amazing piece of filmmaking. It really is the way that scene unfolds and the, the whole thing at the poker table. Uh, was nice. really well done. I need to watch all those at some point. And I like the way they made the villains a villain, but didn't make them like the corny, sinister villains, you know? Yeah. The cat stroking sinister, like Dr. Evil. <laughs> the, type, the, the dumb ones. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. All right, cool. So that's that's what I've been watching, and I haven't gotten back to anything Marvel. I know that they're that Disney Plus is putting out another um I know Mandalorian three seasons coming. I saw a trailer for that and You watching She Hulk still? I watched those first two episodes. That's I haven't watched pretty good. I mean I like yet. it. Um I have to go back and watch that. You watching that Harley Quinn show I told you to watch? The cartoon? No. That's a good show. My daughter wants me to watch that show C on Apple T V. Yeah. And she wants and I want to finish I want to keep up with uh, For All Mankind. That one, I got like, yeah, six episodes Yeah, that's one in. of the best shows on TV. So. I have to, I got her account info, but I got to put it in one of my, mm-hmm. my, my iPad and watch it. I started watching that dragon show, the House of the Dragon or whatever. Okay. It's starting to get good. It take, takes me a while to get into those things, like the Game of the Thrones and whatever, because the I never read any of the books, so I don't know. There's so many names and so many people. It's like, I don't know who the hell this is. But after a few episodes, you start to catch on and figure it out. Yeah, and I guess things have been better with my TV and definitely the sound system. The sound system I bought, you know, I paid 600 bucks for the sound system Mm -hmm. a couple months ago. And it's well worth it. It's a Samsung with the the bass and the rear, you know. Mm Mm-hmm speakers and yeah, all that and the front sound bar thing it's unbelievable how good the sound is which nice. which is great because i hate these freaking shows man where people mumble like halfway to, and you're like 
I can barely hear these people. Like, why did I have to do this? Yeah. I just turn on the subtitles because I can never hear. I can hear them speaking, but I never can understand what the hell they're saying. If you yeah, turn it like up loud enough to hear what they're saying, then the action kicks in. It blows your damn ears out. Right. Because like you're saying, you, you know, you get these new shows and they, they're naming off names like you mm-hmm. watch a show or you know these people for 10 years and mm-hmm. like, I don't know who the hell they're talking about. Yeah. I know it's controversial. Some people hate subtitles. I'm one of the weirdos that really enjoy them because when I read the name, it kind of sticks a little better because they just yeah. rattle off so much shit so quick. And I did go back to watching uh, the Reacher series. I, I want to see like another season of that because that was really, really well done for probably almost zero budget, man. Mm-hmm. I think the last couple of episodes, maybe they got into blowing some shit up, but... Uh, the first time I watched that, I was kind of like the whole time I was like, I was watching how that guy was acting for mm-hmm. being such a big dude. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, cause usually like really hot chicks can't act for shit or really big dudes, mm-hmm. you know, can't act cause they've been in the gym, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was kind of watching his acting a lot. And this time I just watched the show and I was trying to keep up with the plot and everything. And I mean, uh, I'm halfway through that, but I've seen it before. And like I said, it's, that's a, that's really a good show. That's on uh, Google, uh, the Google Prime. Amazon, you mean? Amazon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Amazon Prime. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's on Amazon. What have you been watching, right. Ian? Uh, the whole weekend. Nothing. I didn't get to watch anything. <laughs> SpongeBob? No SpongeBob this know. weekend? I did watch a couple episodes of Family Guy. All right, cool. You're going to have to speak up, dude. We can't hear you. You said Family Guy. Okay. You watched a couple episodes it's of It's really Family low, Guy. and then it's going to make editing a pain in the ass. I really think yeah. you need to up your Skype thing. I bet it got turned down when you updated because you're unusually low this week. All right. So I guess we should move it on to news and announcements. All right. Let's do some news. And announcements. You know, we always mess this up, but when Steve's not here, it worked perfectly. So maybe, maybe he's the problem. Yeah. I don't know. Just saying. I think so. All right. I think there's a few things we mess up when he's here and (laughs) it's been going pretty smooth tonight. Well, I don't know about that, but. All right, first up in the news, there has been an issue with the tapered tail shaft for the XL Power Spectre V2 Nick Maxwell edition. Oh. And I don't know, but it had a manufacturing fault in it. I don't know what was wrong with it. It doesn't say. But they're saying that they're expecting 12 days to to have new shafts like out worldwide and they'll be replacing them free of charge. I assume you probably just contact your dealer or wherever you bought your kit and they're kind of making it sound like you shouldn't fly it till you replace it. I don't know. It says while the current shafts are found not to be manufactured to design spec, the fault may not show up in all cases and may not have resulted in a direct failure. However, the performance of the shaft 
may still be affected, susceptible to easy bending. Oh, so I bet it's a heat treating problem. If a customer continues to use their uh, affected shafts, ExoPower assumes no liability and or damages caused by continue flying after this notice. Oh, wow. So I guess park your heli till you get the new shaft, maybe. Yeah. Must have been a heat treatment issue if they're bending. They weren't hardened properly. I'm guessing. I don't know. But uh, they're replacing them. They're being proactive about it, which is good. I always like when companies uh, or fix their problems instead of just selling you an upgrade part, anodized red, like some companies love to do. So, yeah, if you got an XL Power Nick Maxwell edition, check into that. Might need to replace your shaft. And Or yours could be fine, but you won't ever know, but I guess you'll get another one anyway. They're saying replacement shaft factory time line is 12 working days plus shipping. Oh, okay. So 12 days plus the shipping. Please allow for varying carrier trends at time to final deal or destination. Okay. So you're looking at a couple weeks. But this was released on September 9th. So today's the 13th. So we're already a few days in. All right. Next up, we got a... The 2022 Fall Heli Mowdown. This is in the, the Fredericksburg area RC Club in Thornburg. Right. Our nice. buddies up there, Fredericksburg, Joe Reyes, I think it's the contact, Casey Campbell. The dates this year are September 29th through October 2nd. And I'm sure it'll be a great event. I've never been able to attend because when this is going on, I'm in the field mowing down some corn. So I don't get to play this, with helis. This is a great place to go to a fun fly. It, it's man. a great, yeah, it's a great venue. It's a, great it's a, event. It's a good club. I like the heli yeah. guys there. Not the people there are really cool, yeah. Yeah, the heli people there are really cool. Um, and if you're if you're somebody that's like in the area or close, maybe like mm-hmm. five hours away or less, yeah, dude, yeah, definitely, definitely I would say six it. hours and less. You should definitely go. Even if you're like a new heli pilot, man, mm-hmm. just go. You can you can go and hang out. Like, dude, I enjoyed hanging out, watching the night flying, like drinking, having a having your chair around, you know, by the fire, just mm-hmm. shooting the shit with everybody, like Tim Tideback, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, Jamie Burkholder. Um, yeah, dude, just all those guys, Jamie's buddy, I forget his buddy's name off the top of my head. Um, he sold me some tailblades. Sorry. Can't remember, <laughs> but just everybody, man, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good place to have camping to have a RV hookup with reservation. But what makes it good is they have restrooms and showers. So if you're camping, yeah. you can actually get a good shower. Yep. Uh, they cook. They got what do they call that? Sal's Daily or yeah, Sal's, Sal's got the gold. Yeah. So he makes breakfast and every morning and lunch, I think. Lunch it's just it's just a, a fun place. Dinner. I really I've only been there a yeah. couple times, but I really enjoy it. Got night flying, yeah. light towers and stuff. So check that out. Or mark those days on your calendar, I guess. And usually a lot of pilots, man. Usually there's, you know, between 70 to 90 pilots That's there. probably more than that, isn't there? I mean, there's usually like around 140 or 50 in the spring fling. Oh, is it really? And 
I would guess mow down's probably a hundred, hundred and twenty. It choose a little oh, less. Wow. I, I think. didn't think it was that much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, and mow down's usually laid back more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's as big and like you say, a little more laid back. Uh another event that's coming up in October. Is this October? Where's the dates for this? Uh, yeah, it's October. Queen City RC Heli Throwdown. This is in Monroe, North Carolina, which is, what is that? Uh, it's near Charlotte. It's yeah, it's the, east of Charlotte. East of Charlotte. Yeah, no, southeast of so. Charlotte. Southeast? Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's Friday, October 21st through the 22nd. And this was a good event, too. We uh, I think you and I were both there last year, right, Kevin? Yeah. Nice and little Steve field, too. nice club. Steve came down. Yeah, Steve. Steve awesome. Shaw was with you. Yep. Yeah, it was good, fun. Good raffles. Raffles were a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I got that RC Pro Plus uh, helping hands thing. Right, right. Um, yeah, I got to see Jason again there. I think he was putting that event on. A-Main mm-hmm. was there mm-hmm. with a lot of their pilots who were, like, insanely good. Right. Uh, Scott Graham was there. Uh, Sean Hall was there. Sean Hall got to, got to meet him in person. Mm-hmm. I did the auto contest there, and uh, you and I flew Oxy Fives at one point together. I think Jamie Burkholder was there too, and Tim Tideback, like all those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ran into. That was a lot of fun. That event. Scott Graham saw him. Yep. Um, that was that was a that was a shit ton of fun, man. Because. Eric Shue is there and mm-hmm. Jay Treadway, man. And that's just, those are bookends of fun you, you right there. You can't say man. fun without Eric Shue yeah. and Jay Treadway. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. We had a good time. We went out to a a restaurant, man. And I think that was there. Was that there? Or was that? Yeah, that was there. Um, we went out to the um, Mr. Mexican Japan place? or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. That was, was the sushi that was the, place. The sushi place that was insane. It's like, who would have thought the best place I'm, I have ever had sushi in my life would have been North Carolina? Like that I place was ridiculous. Mister Tokyo. That's yeah, Mister Tokyo. Was. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah. Shit, that was good. A lot of fun, man. For sure. I'm hoping to make that one, man. I hope I'm, right, cool. God I'm not on call. And, or even if I am, I'm going to try and switch maybe I don't, or something. I don't think I'll make it this year. I'm probably still be in the field. I'm trying to get as much done as I can before the Phoenix event. Got to fly out to Phoenix the 10th of November. Okay. So I'm sure I'll still be oh, in a right. mad dash trying to get stuff done around here. So I'll probably miss it this year. But maybe next year. I brought my kids last year and they really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to I I got to do this one, man. I got to take Friday off and just drive up Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, if Steve's can't make it or I cuz we stayed in a hotel and it wasn't that bad. Right. It wasn't that far. And uh yeah, that was that was a cool cool event. And Eric's a great guy, man. I love hanging out with Eric. Yeah, and I think all those that's guys his are, home field, cool. right? Eric, Jamie Burkholder, Scott I think maybe um, I think so. A few yeah. of those guys that fly there all the time. Yep. Yeah. All right. Cool, what's, man. What's next for you in the hobby, Ian? 
look like you're about to fall asleep. Yeah, I am tired today. We're about to wake up. Um, now, um, I've got work like the rest of the week. Uh, tomorrow is a half day, so I'm probably going to catch up on sleep tomorrow and then follow that up with a couple doubles. But, uh, I'll be on discord. Um, just going to shoot the shit with the guys. Um, I do have kind of a mistake on, you know, my week. It was, uh, Kevin McGrady, Tom Shin and Darren Wings. I was chilling with on discord last week. So hopefully those guys are on again next week. Uh, well this weekend, uh, did you say Tom Brady, Tom Shin? Oh, okay. They said Tom Brady. <laughs> no, um, but no, I got doubles uh, both Saturday and Sunday, um, and then yeah, started all over again Monday. So it's I, I don't think I'm going to be able to really do anything hobby related this week, but we'll see. Oh man! Hey, I might I might surprise myself. So all right, all right. What about you, Kevin? Dude, I got shit to put together, man. I shipped uh, like three planes down and a micro plane. Oh, yeah. And, oh, man, I don't even want to say that. I went in the Home Depot and I bought some foam safe glue. I don't know what it's called, but I'm going to use that. Hopefully that works okay. Uh, as I don't have any, or did I order foam tack? I'm going to order foam tack. You know, tack you too. can get that foam. It's not foam tack brand, it's Bob Smith, but you can get that at Hobby Lobby. In a bottle, okay. it's actually a lot cheaper than foam tack, and it's basically the same stuff. I'm sure. Okay. You, I'm sure you've got like seven Hobby Lobbies in your town. Yeah, I just look for you know, I just look for all the, um, the hippies out protesting in front of it, and then I I go in. I usually just know. find a bunch of old white ladies and follow them because they usually go there. <laughs> well, I'm in Florida, so I'd be following. <laughs> That's <white> everyone, <laughs> every different direction down here. Walmart, CVS, Bingo. I'm following them follow, everywhere. Follow a bunch of uh, old ladies there so they can get their live, laugh, and love signs or whatever the shit they get. Hobby Lobby. Yeah. But yeah. they do have a section with some super, like, CA glues and the Bob Smith okay. Industries. If you have a hobby shop, they'd probably have it too. You got any hobby shops mm. down there, Kevin? There's one that I really like, and it's in Sebastian, which is like an hour away. There's um, there's a guy that's close, but he's primarily like ground stuff. Yeah, that was the guy where he didn't know the price. He had to ask the owner every time on prices okay. and shit, which that that's annoying. That rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, and he he might they might still one? have a section with the CA glues and stuff, which could have the foam glue in it. There what? is another one in Jupiter, which is you know like half an hour away. Yeah. You could just go over to Steve Shaw's house. I'm sure he's got some. He's clearly never going to need it because he's never going to build anything. So it's still his stash. Yeah. It could be dried up by now, wouldn't it? Might be. Man, he's just got, he's got new in the box, like ready to fly shit that he just can't fly. Oh, speaking of drying up and CA glue. When I was doing something on this heli, I needed some, and every bottle that I could find was dried up, right? Because I haven't used it in a couple of years. 
remember right. Tima said there's some in the fridge. I was like, oh, oh, okay. So I'd put a little ball in the fridge years ago. It was still good. Still worked. Wasn't dried what? up. So keep it in wow. the fridge does work. Okay. It will last longer. I know we've talked about that before, but I was You know, surprised. now that now that you've mentioned females and refrigerator appliances, I have a question for like all the female both of the females out there that listen to the show. What is with women and thinking the freezer is like a basically a a a stoppage of time for stuff like I, I had an argument with my wife basically this past week that was like she was trying to tell me how it'll never go bad if it's in the freezer. And I'm like, that's not right because I've had stuff out of the freezer that I've eaten as a bachelor and it's and I got an intestinal infection from it one time. I know it was that. I don't know. Mm. So women, if you're listening. I think it was bad when it was put in the freezer. That's what she said. I don't know that I'm trying <laughs> to think legit, stuff goes bad, said. but I don't know if it would go bad, bad like that no, in the freezer. freezer burnt it gets freezer out. burnt and gross and full of ice, hmm. but I don't think it was going to grow bacteria unless you're, unless your freezer quit, did something weird where it like kicked off for a while or it was defrosting and the, the meat got too warm. That could be, I don't it. know. Or it was bad when you put it in there. If it's past the expiration date, like by five years, I don't think you should eat it. Well, I don't disagree with you there, but I don't see how it would grow bacteria in it or anything else. All right. Maybe it's just an unlucky circumstance that I had. You said you're a bachelor. You you didn't leave it laying out for three days and then put it in a freezer? Maybe. (laughs) It was so long ago. No, I don't know. I'm just teasing. I don't know. That's remember, interesting. I, I wonder if anybody being, knows about that could let us know because now I'm curious. All I remember is being on the doctor's like examination table and him pushing on my stomach and going, where does it hurt? And when he hit the one spot, I was like, I almost mm-hmm. jumped off the table. I'm going to have to look that up. Would like meat or chicken or something go bad as long as it stays under, you know, whatever, negative 20 or something. Other, other, like actually grow a bacteria or a, whatever the hell that is that makes it go bad. See, now I just thought it was women having that in their head. I guess I, I'm a sexist piece of shit to say something <laughs> like that. But no, you're just an asshole. Her sister and her were saying the same thing. No, it should be good. It's in the freezer. I'm like, the freezer isn't like a black hole of time. Like, I think still stuff goes bad but yeah well it definitely goes bad but i'm not i'm trying to we need to research whether it goes bad in the way you think like it gets freezer burnt it gets full of ice and it gets where you don't want to eat it yeah right what do you think bad enough bad enough to where it's gonna Ian, you uh, literally look like you're falling asleep dude you know wake up damage my intestines (laughs) i'm waking up uh no it the freezer is definitely not a um, time capsule, but I, I do have to say the only thing that makes sense to me is if there was already something in the food when you put it in the freezer. Or the bacteria it, was already in it. Yeah. Or it defrosted, like, say, if you know there was an outage. I mean, mm-hmm. that makes sense, too, and that yep. has happened. That could happen, for sure. 
All right, I don't know. Somebody smarter than us is going to have to let us know. Yep. But if you're a woman, don't even write in because Kevin won't listen to you. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> okay. What's next for you in the hobby, Kevin? I'm buying a freezer. <laughs> no. Uh, dude, I'm hoping to go flying, man, this weekend. But I am on call, so we'll see. But I'm only on call for the mornings because this job's awesome. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think I'm down to like one helicopter and then I get back to my garage and I remember, oh, I have a logo 550 also mm-hmm. that I never fly. Mm-hmm. So I could take the, uh, the, uh, Neo out off the 690 if I don't want to fix that. Um, but we'll see. I, and I, like I said, I have all those planes to put together, man. The mm-hmm. ones I shipped down. I want to get some of those going. Some of those are beaters, and I just will not care. Yeah, those are some. Yeah. Those are the funnest planes, though. Sometimes where you just don't yeah. care. You yeah, just yeah. Do You're whatever. So, so, yeah. so much fun. I come in do the inverted low pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, hopefully I get that together and then get some flying in, man. All right. Cool. What about you, dude? What are you doing this weekend? Well, I'm going to keep flying this 420, messing around with it. I've got to strip down this Spectre V2, try to box it up, ship it out. And that's probably it. I should probably be harvesting corn in the next two weeks or less. So I've got a lot of shit to do to get ready for that. So, yeah, I've got, I'm busy. Cool. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna try to keep flying. I got to get some more batteries for the 420. I've got a couple cheapo ones, but I need to get a couple decent ones, a couple different configurations to test out. So I'm gonna keep moving forward with that. Try to get this review out in a couple weeks. I'm sure people are interested, or maybe not. But either way, I'm gonna try to get it done. All right. It's crazy to figure this year has gone by so freaking fast. And yeah, you're man. Already, you're already getting ready to start, you know, harvesting corn. It's kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Are we going to wrap up anything or are we going to wait? Should we do a wrap up? I don't know. Did you do anything last week? We don't have any voicemails. I kind of skipped over that section. What did we do last week? I don't think we did anything last week. You know, go what through did some you guys of it. do? We could do some of it. We talked to Devin, Rob, laughed. Um, I don't want to, I don't Steve does the Facebook likes. Let's skip that. Let's do Facebook comments. We can do that. Okay. Let me bring up Facebook, dude. <laughs> bring it up, dude. Hmm. Oh, there's a bunch of videos from from yeah Alex from Helix. Let's see. There's some pictures of Ian's workshop before and after. How far do we got to go? We got to go all the way back to the last 341, right? Quit working. Really? Did we talk about that last week? 
No, if you guys didn't do a wrap. Yeah, we didn't do There's only one comment. Yeah, let's read that one. Uh, Matthew Coleman left us a comment, and he said, had my first ESC issue in uh, eight years of helis. Bought the ESC when heli lids closed out. Um, Sat in the package for a year and a half. Put it in my Kraken 580 with a custom scheme. The ESC died three minutes into the maiden. Ooh, only while hovering and doing upright circuits. Had a cap pack, so I auto-rotated. Was able to check logs, but it won't power up the motor or FBL. Light came on on the side, though. Sounds like mine, man. Um, Reached out to Scorpion. No response. Chucked it in the bin and bought a Hobby Wing 120. Mm. To replace the Tribunus 2 120. Wow. I'm surprised no response from Scorpion. Yeah, really? Hmm. Yeah, it sounded like mine, but uh, didn't happen to me in flight, thank God. Uh, And I only had that one glitch that one time where the light came on on the side. All right. So thanks, Matt, for leaving us that comment. See, it's always nice to hear from, like, you hear stuff and you read stuff here and there, but it's always nice to hear, like, an unbiased opinion or an unbiased story like that, you know? Ian put up some pics of his workbench and stuff. You got to do some more with your shells, Ian, that you put up. Do Uh, do another pick with your shells. Yeah. I'll be posting that this week. Videos from Heli X. Check those out. Uh, Do we get any comments from last week? We did. One from Cliff Lewis and one from me, and they both say about (laughs) the same thing. Cliff said, still laughing my ass off when Rob asked Ian, meth or weed? (laughs) <laughs> and I wrote my favorite quote, Rob, Ian, weed or meth? <laughs> yeah. I forgot about weed. I think that's what's wrong with him tonight. That was freaking hysterical. He looks blazed out of his brain. I didn't smoke yeah. at all. I just took two hits. <laughs> or something like no, that. No, I he didn't said. smoke. Took two hits. Yeah. All right, Bill Clinton. We're going to wrap the, the, that up. That's uh, it for... Those comments. Mm-mm-mm. Should we do Podbean stuff? Um, no. Okay. Well, yeah, you do your thing, but then Steve can do the comments. Well, I guess I can do the comments. We did have a website comment, though. You want me to do that real okay. quick? We had an email from... This was forwarded from Steve... Uh, name Skinny Boy Fat Pudding Tang. That's this guy's name. Nice. <laughs> Subject Love, Love, Love. Message Hey guys, I love your show. Three exclamation points, Kevin. He really okay. loves it. Nice. He says, Keep it up. I sim while I listen to you guys, and it's great. I constantly laugh. You guys have great chemistry. He's got a smile emoticon. Emoji. Emojicon? What do you call those? Emoji. It's not an emoji, though. It's a, the text one. A colon yeah, and a it's parentheses. A, it's an ASCII uh, smile. Yeah. But thanks, dude. Skinny boy, fat pudding tang. Mr. Pudding tang. That's what I'm going to call him. 
That's great. I love that email. That's fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, dude. All right. So what's on Podbean Peoples? Dude, Podbean Peoples um, got a few things. Heli Man liked episode 335, Ohio Heli Throwdown. Tim Tideback, speaking of Tim, liked episode 328, Outfitting a New Build. Uh, Darren Warren started following us. Some old school listeners like Toad and Steve Wattenberg, who, you know, every time we say, I got to talk about my least favorite Steve in the hobby, I got to talk about my favorite Steve in the <laughs> hobby, which is Steve Wattenberg. Absolutely. He's the best. The guy's been listening from day one, man. And he liked a bunch of episodes. Uh, 341, quit working. 39 uh, or 9. 339, sorry, Oozen Oz or Oozen A's. Uh, 340, Carrie Brooks Magical Brew. 342, McKellen's Triple Tree Extravaganza. Jeez. Mm -hmm. I got to put my my, uh, speaking uh, (laughs) cap on or something. I can't even speak tonight. Got to do something. Terry Music. Liked episode 341, quit working. And so did Toad, who we think is Javier. Yeah, that's Javier. Uh, he liked 341, quit working. 339, oohs and A's. 340, uh, Carrie Brooks Magical Brew. 342, McClellan's Triple Tree Extravaganza. 338, fellow podcaster series, volume eight with Darren Weens. And he started following us. And Steve, another Steve. Like the, um, just says Steve, like 340, Carrie Brooks with Magical Brew, he liked. So thanks, guys. Nice. We appreciate the likes. And we have and, nothing on iTunes. Oh. oh, man. So we're not going to read po- any podcasts? Nah, we only get, on get nah, we've not been getting a ton of those, so I'll save those for okay. Steve next week. All right. Uh, so I guess that's it. That's it. Is that it? Listen to all the other fellow podcasters out there, man. Yeah. You want me to go through this whole thing? No. Okay. We know who else you uh, should check out? Uh, Bill Ann. Check right. out Bill Ann. Bill Ann sent me a bag of candy. Really? Yeah. Bill ca- Ann sent candy me a bag from of like shit. the 50s and stuff. So it's Bill almost as a, old as Bill. <laughs> Bill Ann sent me a bag of shit from the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> or was that Rob? I can't remember. If it was flaming, it was Rob. <laughs> no, was thanks, not. Bill. Yeah, thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. All right. I guess. I guess we're done. I guess we're done. Free our skies, and we'll see you next time. See you next time, peoples. Thanks to all our listeners. Got to say that. Thanks thanks to all our listeners. Bye. (laughs) Bye. I don't know what's going on, but you're very, very quiet. Like, it's going to be very noticeable in the episode.
I don't know how to get you. You gotta speak louder or adjust something. Because it wasn't like this before. Yeah, I don't know what is up with that. I tried looking, man. Like right now, you're 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 way low. You're half as loud as Kevin. Damn it, Ian. We'll have people yelling at us because they can't hear you. Or they're going to be like, mm. you know. They might be like, wow, this episode was the best. I could barely hear Ian. Could barely hear <laughs> Ian. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, I love this button on my radio now. Makes me so happy. Fuck. <laughs> Throw I'm an idiot. Every time I, every time I hit rescue... Shaw's got something else like it's throttle off with him with his voice and then it's like the radio's female voice saying something else motor motor run maybe she yeah, says something like that he had one where he had fuck off gator he said he would hit that button when it, gator was next to him you know so when I, when I hear the female voice go uh, motor run I know he's gonna hit throttle off throttle off so I always go throttle off as I'm standing there <laughs> and, it, and it usually coincides with the same time his radio says it <laughs> had an idea he'd get on the show and then well, look Steve how asked shitty that's oh it's Steve asked you yeah, that was Steve's, Steve's idea idea no. yeah blame Steve no I'm glad you're on the show I wish you'd go inside and get your fucking computer going so we can start the show. Alright. Maybe we can start on some kind of schedule. Like 8.30? Yeah, I don't know what he's been... like. He said he's going to be a minute or two late, but then he's outside and he's dicking around. I don't know what he does. Like why you can't just start at the computer. Why he has to go outside and fuck around for half an hour. I don't understand oh, no. you, dude. Oh, no. He's over our click clacking shit, making a bunch of racket. Oh, he's totally gone. Yeah, I told you. Rage quit. Oh, he's like, right. you know what? Sick of Andy asking me questions about why I have to go outside, pee on the lawn, and smoke a cigarette. Oh, I forgot he smokes a cigarette. That's why he goes outside. But every time we start, like he'll sit here for 30 minutes, and then we'll say, all right, let's start. And he's like, let's go start the computer up. There he is. I was going to say, I was going to text him. Yeah, had an update. God damn, why is my mug so update. huge on here? That's why you got to start your shit before you're ready to start. I didn't think there was going to be an update. Even after I sent a text... Before 8 o'clock saying my computer's got a window update. You never know there's going to be an update. It just fucking happens, so you got to be ready for it. Or update <laughs> it later. You can do that, too. I guess there's a scam alert. Uh, I had seen Bert posted something on that. There's a fake uh, SAB USA with like some stupid, ridiculous pricing. Yeah, I saw that. If you order a if you think yeah, if you order a heli and think the price is ninety seven dollars, you deserve to lose your ninety seven dollars. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's why I put the 
the dates and the times there. Anyway. Anything oh, else? man. <clears throat> Anything I'm else tired. I need to do? You're tired. I'm yeah. tired. I'm no, a- I'm tired. No, I'm tired. I made a, a huge mistake yesterday. What would that Li- be? Life-altering mistake. Got out of bed? <laughs> okay, I made two mistakes yesterday. <laughs> uh, sat down for dinner at 8.30, and team was like, we should start watching Stranger Things. I was like, I don't know. Okay, we'll start the last season. So I ain't getting to bed till like freaking 1 a.m. Because we had to watch oh, four damn. episodes. You can't just watch one. Right. You know how Netflix, they're masters at hooking you into the next one. I found it much easier to stop in the middle. If there's a way you could put the banner in front of your face, it would actually work <laughs> a lot better. Kind of like this. Yeah, that's like perfect. That? That's perfect. I love oh, it. Oh, man. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> How are they going to see me now? All right, I guess we can start. Oh, we don't. We got. Yeah, okay. Ian, you got a tech tip? Uh, I do not. Oh, man. Damn it, Ian. What the hell, man? I've been watching shit, though. I got a tech tip for you, then. What's that? Nah, nah, I'm gonna save this. Okay, you guys ready to start? I'm ready. Kevin, are you gonna be (coughs) Steve, or am I gonna do it? I guess I'll be Steve. I don't care. You wanna do it? You can do it this time, if you want. Okay, I'll do it. If you don't want, I can do it. Or Ian could do it. No. <laughs> He's right here. Oh, is he? You want to do it, oh, you Ian? Said, you said you were tired. Uh, so you guys go ahead. You can do it. Oh, boy. All right, never I'll mind. Do I'll it. do it. All right, you do it. <laughs> no, you do it, Kevin. No, wait, I want to do it. No, wait, Ian, do it. Let's all do it. Up this call right now. <laughs> <coughs> Let's all do it. And I didn't even get myself here. <coughs> all three of us do the intro. Play the music three do, times. Do that fucking annoying thing. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Or we just trade off each word. Like I say, welcome. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> That'd be hilariously terrible. <laughs> 